Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Going in raw is now a CastBox original. CastBox is the fastest growing, highest rated podcast app on both iOS and Android, where you can find all your favorite podcasts. You can still listen to Going In Raw wherever you get your podcasts, but we hope you'll give CastBox a shot. We think it's the best. Hey guys, this is Charlotte, and you're watching Going In Raw. What's up, it's your girl, Sasha Banks, Legit Boston. You are watching Going In Raw. You like that? What's up? This is the most must-see WWE superstar of all time and his lovely, gorgeous wife. Marie. <laughs> and you are going in SmackDown Live. This is the glorious one, Bobby Roode. And you're watching Going In Raw. Hey, Brendo, Steve here. And Larson. Yeah, welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson, available wherever fine podcasts are. Be sure to hit that subscribe button and the notify bell next to it if you're watching us on YouTube. And if you're listening to us in the audio realm, check out CastBox's terrific podcast app. It's free for download to uh, iOS and Android devices. Yeah. Subscribe to Going In Raw there. You hit mm-hmm. the little subscribe button, and it helps us out quite a bit. And leave a comment, please. Leave a comment, please. Please. Um, we're also on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson, prowrestlingtees.com forward slash Going In Raw, and friendomarket.com, our own merch store. Correct. We're in a lot of different places, Larson, but we're not here to talk about all that. We're here to talk about WWE SummerSlam 2018. It's in the books. Yeah. What did you think about the show in a nutshell? Well, if it were, if, if they had booked this strictly as a SmackDown show, I thought it would be pretty good. Kind Unfortunately, of, yeah. it was a co-branded deal. So apart from the Intercontinental title match, which was good, uh, the Raw matches were pretty much entirely squash matches. Kind of weird how there were two completely different like philosophies was, about yes. how to approach their storylines. Um, they gave the Intercontinental title match, which opened the main card, like 25 minutes. It felt like. Like the majority of and Raw's the, and the, time went to that match. And then the rest of the combined Raw matches seemed to last 25 minutes. Yeah. It was strange. Yeah. Weird. That was weird. Um, and the finish was, I mean, like the end main event, Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar, Universal title. Strowman kind of got involved, but not directly. And the finish especially in comparison to the previous two matches, which were like video game matches with an abundance of finishers, ended with just one. Yeah. It was strange. I was actually appreciative of that fact. Oh, I was too, but in light of what had happened prior, it's like, what's so different now? 
Oh, I don't care about that. See, I'd, I'd rather them. I'd rather them correct the ship, and I'll forget about what you did in the past. I'd rather them just correct the ship. Here's all I ask: if you're going to end it with one finisher, which I prefer, at least make the match that precedes the finish brutal. This lasted all about like four minutes. Yeah, I mean, look, man, it's done. We were told, or I'm sorry, we weren't told. We heard, we read that Brock Lesnar was having a, a meeting with yeah. uh, WWE Brass mm-hmm. prior to SummerSlam um, today. Um, we can maybe extrapolate some things from this result. Um, oh yeah, go ahead. You have the so the the, the time Seth breakdown versus Dolph match Intercontinental title was 22 minutes. Mm-hmm. This is according to Wikipedia right after the show. Yeah. So we have Braun versus Owens, which is just under two minutes. And then you have Finn versus Corbin, which is about a minute and a half. So that's three and a half minutes, roughly. And then Rousey versus Bliss, four minutes. So that's seven and a half minutes. Okay. And the main event was just a little bit over six. So that's thir- 14 minutes. Be generous. 14 minutes. Oh, my God. For all the other Raw matches combined. Oh, man. And then you have the SmackDown matches. You have the SmackDown Women's title match, which was excellent. Oh, yeah, minutes. it was really good. Yeah. Uh, Joe versus AJ, almost 23 minutes. Again, very good match. Daniel Bryan versus Miz. Again, very good match. 23 and a half minutes. SmackDown outperformed the shit out of oh, Raw on this pay per yes. Big time. Heck yes. Big time. In terms of, of, not only in terms of, you know, length of match, but also the quality of the match. The quality of every SmackDown match. I can't find... I mean, like the Nakamura-Jeff Hardy match. It was a good match. All right. No, it was was a good match. It was fine. Nothing wrong with it. But if I had to say which was the least of the SmackDown matches, it'd be that one. But that's still a pretty decent match. That match is still better than every other. The worst SmackDown match is at least on par with the best Raw match. That's a problem when Raw is supposed to be your marquee show, your well, A I, I show. That's only be the case till October 2019 when SmackDown is going to be on Network Fox TV. Yeah. Let's begin with the kickoff show. It might change a few things. Andrade Cien Almas and Zelina Vega went over Rusev and Lana. I did not. Did you watch this match? Do we know if Aiden English got involved at all? He tweeted something. That just, he tweeted something that just said, I did what I was told. Oh, so I guess he stayed backstage. And they lost. See, he should. Did he tweet afterwards? I told you so. No, it has nothing to do with no, me. No, I did what I was told. This way, he tweeted afterwards. Oh, and that's, that's what. He, okay, and I think that's tantamount to saying I told you so. Yeah. Um, I thought I thought he tweeted it before the match. I'm doing. I'm. I'm, no, I'm doing. No, what I've been no, told. It did past tense. Yeah. Watch what's gonna happen now. Yeah. I'm backstage and they're still gonna lose. I, I didn't get a chance to watch it. Uh, I was setting up here, but I did read that Zelina Vega uh, pinned Lana. With the roll-up, feet on the ropes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go. El Idolo gets a win mm-hmm. at SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. Wish he could have been higher on the card, but what are you going to do? Next up, cruiserweight action. Drew Gulak versus Cedric Alexander. They pretty much did. So did you saw a lot of this match. I saw the you? entire match. I'm going to go back and watch it again. How many minutes did this get? Uh, a little bit over 10. Okay. But it was decent. It was, That's it was better than most of the Raw matches. Yeah. Yeah. All but one, yeah. Yeah. Um, and was, they made the most of it, huh? They did. It was a decent match. Uh, uh, Drew was was being mighty physical with Cedric Alexander working over his head and neck area. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the end, um, Cedric won with a roll-up. Every match on the pre-show ended with a roll-up. That's not good. That's not good. That's not good. So not really 
I mean, I guess it's decisive because there's a pinfall, but not uh, declarative, if you will. Oh, nah, man. It, dude, look, you, you, you got a showcase for 205 Live. Drew Gulak. It so was. They, they, they had a Spanish fly. I guess that's kind of the main thing that matters. It was a cool sequence because it was roll up, roll up, roll up, roll up, roll up, roll up, ending in a roll up. Okay. So it wasn't just like a sneaky roll up. So you're saying if they pile a bunch of roll ups on top of each other. If that, it's technically well done, yeah. the roll up sequence then I don't mind it because it's, a, it's gamesmanship at that point. It's part of the story of the match. Yeah. As opposed to, oh, pull the fast one, got a sneaky win like this B-team garbage I'm getting really sick of. Yeah, I know. It's the worst. Um, God, I hope that's not the end of Drew Gulak. You seem so – you got this one right. I got this one wrong. I should have watched 205 Live before I called this one because this was fairly obvious. Mm -hmm. But I just really want Drew Gulak. I think that's my thing. I just really wanted Drew Gulak to win. I like Drew a lot. He has some great tights. Yeah, he did. They're like an American thing. Um, Cedric had new ring gear. It looked really good, too. Here's my thing about it. Drew, it makes sense for Drew to get that title way more than Leo Rush off of Cedric. Leo, dude, people are not going to boo Leo Rush. They're not going to do it. He's too fun to watch in the ring. Yeah. It makes zero. It'll kill Cedric's character if you have Leo Rush as the heel who takes it off Cedric because nobody will boo that. How about this? Nobody will be upset about that. Double turn. That'd be fun. That'd be fun. I'd be okay with that. Cedric needs to be healed. Leo's gonna be a face. So yeah. Yeah. But I did. I I I think Drew deserves it. I think he deserves it more than anybody else right now. He's done well. Yeah, more than Mustafa Ali. He does. Know. No, he does. He know. does. Absolutely, he does. Because here's the thing: Mustafa Ali and Cedric Alexander occupy such similar space. I think that Mustafa Ali is. I I actually kind of prefer him over Cedric, but they occupy very similar space. Drew has has endeavored to stand out more than anybody else. He deserved this. More than Leo Rush? Well, that's, it, that's, it, he's just, he Next just got Next B-team versus Revival. Here. No, not more than Leo Rush. Yes, more than Leo Rush. Are you sure about that? Next B-team versus Revival. Again, how many times is B-team going to win a match accidentally? I'm tired of this. Revival dominated this entire match pretty much. I hit Shatter Machine basically right at the beginning. I'm pretty sure you just hate B-team because they got a new theme song that you, that you don't like. It's terrible. That you don't like. So here's the thing. If you're going to be a champion, I feel like you need to earn those titles at a certain point. And pretty much every match they've had of late has been like a fluky accidental win. That's kind of their thing. I understand They're that. They're the B team. Man. I'm just not into it. I don't like yeah. their theme. I don't like the comedic nature of the act. I mean, I like them individually as talents. I like Bo. I like Curtis Axel. I'm not into what they're doing. Can I take the flip side of this? If you like. I'm happy they're not the entourage, the Miztourage anymore. Yeah, me too. And their second backstage with the Miz was very good. But your, your central point, which if I may uh, expand upon, this is a main, main event level team that is currently carrying the marquee tag titles on the marquee show. They're a main event level team, meaning the show main event. That's what they should be on, main event. They should not be carrying the Raw tag team titles. That division is a joke right now. And we were both hoping that the Revival would go over and get those titles and actually bring tag team wrestling back to the division. Ain't going to happen because they just got a brand new theme. I should have I pegged this one right because they just got a new theme song. Yeah. You and I, we've got I, – I have love for the Revival, man. Mm-hmm. I, I, I thoroughly enjoy me some Revival. Yeah. Um, yeah. As soon as I hit that Shatter Machine, pretty much right at the beginning, I was like, oh, gosh, they're losing. Yeah. They're losing. So uh, at one point, Ref is distracted. Um, Scott Dawson has – Bo Dow or sorry, Curtis Axel in a roll up, like a ten count. 
Mm-hmm. Ref doesn't see it. Um, and then uh, Bo Dallas gets pushed by Dash Wilder into the roll-up, converting it into a roll-up in Curtis Axel's favor. Ref says, oh, I'm going to pay attention now. One, two, three, B-team wins. Yeah. Just accidental stuff. Yeah. At least they're getting treated better than uh, Breezango were. Yeah. I because found... you're right. I like both these guys. They both deserve something big. No, I agree with all that. I just don't, I just, I'm just not into it. The approach they're taking yeah, isn't something I mean, that appeals to Some people to might you. like it. That's fine. But I'm just not into it. At least Breezango, when they were winning, they were winning. Actually, I don't know if yeah, they won. Yeah, they were putting together scrappy victories. I don't remember them ever winning anything, though. They were getting over strictly on fashion files, which was great. <laughs> Didn't they win something to get a title opportunity? Maybe. Maybe that was accidental. Don't remember. I don't remember, man. It's all just comedy. Comedy stuff. Yeah. Anyways, moving I mean, on. you can book a comedy team to be, you know, like seen as serious champions. The, yeah, the New Day. Yeah. They're the, yeah. Ten, they're the template. Why does nobody else follow the New Day's template? I know. I know. Because here's the thing. The New Day combines the comedy stylings of like a Breezango or a B-team, more of a B-team, because at least B- Breezango are straight up just weird characters. B-team are dudes who are comedic. New Day are dudes who are comedic. They, they did some weird stuff too. <laughs> but they follow. They Yeah, but Breezango is weird. I mean, Pancakes. Where'd that come from? Oh, you're talking about the New Day. Yeah. They've done some weird stuff, too. Yeah. Okay. All right. Hilariously weird stuff. Yeah. Okay. They've done some weird stuff, too. All right. But they're dudes who do weird stuff. Yes. All right. They're not characters who do Their weird stuff. Their take on comedy is yes, more surrealistic. I, yes, yes, yes. The New Day are weird to wrap your head around. The New Day are... They're, they really think they're fashion police? The New Day are, are grounded characters who are surreal and occasionally do weird stuff, whereas fashion police are characters, over-the-top characters, who do over-the-top weird stuff. Like, what am I supposed to grab onto with them? And I love them, don't get me wrong. The I bizarre love them. nature of fashion police. What am I police. supposed to grab onto them? It's just because they're bizarre and they're out there. They, the kayfabe, they think they're cops? But fashion Fashion cops? police, yes. Yeah, fashion police. Anyways, we're getting way off track here. They're the New Day is the template, because here's the thing. No, they, I agree. They combine comedy with excellent tag team wrestling. And when they need to get intense, they get intense. Yeah, man. They're not one-dimensional. You see Big E swinging them hips during the intro? That mm-hmm. was intense. Mm-hmm. He was into it. So anyways, B-team retains. It's all right, man. It's good. It's They're going to have those belts for a while, because there's nobody on Raw. Unless someone gets brought over or brought up, that's going to take those belts off them. Probably right. Uh, on to the main card. Show kicked off with Seth Rollins versus Dolph Ziggler. Um, decent match. They gave it a ton of time, 22 minutes. It just started a little slow. Um, business started to pick up when Seth hit this inverted superplex that was insane and then rolled through for an inverted D- DDT. Usually does a standard superplex in the Falcon's arrow. This time, inverted suplex into inverted DDT. Yeah. It was crazy. It was pretty awesome. Um, it picked up, and then uh, uh, Drew got involved a little bit. He distracted Seth at one point, tossed Dean into the ring steps. Um, Dolph hits a zigzag. Seth kicks out. Um, Dolph sets up for a super kick. Seth responds with his own super kick um, after what appears to be a distraction from Drew. Um, uh, and then Seth hits Stomp for the win. New Intercontinental Champion. Um, infinity Boot, yay or nay? I mean, I prefer it was like all gold, but I get the reference, so that's fine. It had the Infinity Stones on it. Yeah. So I'm going to go with yay. Yeah, I still have not seen Infinity War, so if Seth has just seen it, it's I'm cool with that because I haven't seen it yet. Okay, yeah. Well, no, it is dated. Yeah, it's not, <laughs> it's not the most topical thing. Although the, the whole Thanos thing 
seems to have legs. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like people are still referencing it months yeah. after the movie came out. They're still, uh, who was it? Was it? Uh, well, uh, Champa at one of the, he had a shirt they had, he and his Thanos. Yeah, on and that it was at late. One of the takeovers. That was late. The last takeover. This was the last take. I was still late. Um, no Way Jose had like three days ago when Austin Aries was bitching about his booking in the WWE oh, yeah? against No Way Jose. Yeah. No Way Jose then tweeted a picture of Austin Aries being Thanos out of existence. No, no words or anything, which is great. That's pretty funny. Um, yeah, it's super dated. And it's also really nerdy, which I, I think adds the charm for me because Seth is no longer like, oh, I'm badass guy. Yeah. He's now a, he's just kind of nerd. He's just cool dude. He's just cool dude. Yeah. He's getting closer to chilled Seth than shield Seth. Um, like you. So I don't know, man. Yes. The, the, the back half of this match was really good. Mm-hmm. It was really good. They did some really, really cool stuff. I just, man, if you give him 22 minutes. Let him go for 17 of it. Don't feel out for 10 minutes. Feel out for three. Three. And then. Pfft. Especially considering they've already had a series of matches. It's weird. They, they put Dolph like that a lot. You notice that? Yeah. Like Nakamura he, versus Dolph. He seems same to be way. a slow starter in matches. But he, why? I don't know. He's extremely athletic. I don't know. That's weird. Maybe it's just his approach to storytelling. That could be. I mean, I appreciate a, a match that's well paced. You don't want to, depending on the match. You don't want to start out already pedal the metal. Yeah. You want to build. Yeah. So when the, the high spots happen, they have more impact. I understand that. That's like basic wrestling psychology. That's why the the two prior Lesnar Reigns matches didn't work for me because they started with infinite finishers and just started dropping F5s and spears on each other. It's a lot more fun to play that as a video game than to, to watch, watch it as it. a match. Yeah, because there's no drama, no build. The finishers don't really mean anything. Yeah. At least in this, that stomp meant something. You knew when that, you get that stomp match over. Um. Dean Ambrose, no heel turn for yeah, him. Yeah, I didn't think it would happen. I, I actually thought that something would happen so Seth didn't win the match and not necessarily related to Dean doing something or not doing something, but just that added variable was enough to, to, to throw things out of rhythm, kind of, if that makes sense, to start the road for them to start feuding down the line. Makes you wonder if they're going to do a shield thing first. If they are going to now the Romans universal champion, Seth is intercontinental champion. Now Dean has no belt. He's angry. He has no belt. Turns heel on. That was a terrible justification for turning heel. Yeah, I don't know. Should Excuse be fun me. though. I like having Dean back. They really do need to. They dude, if they if they don't decide to to do a boy, this could be really good. IC champion and universal champion. They got to do a thing with the shield, right? Mm-hmm. You'd think. Dean was wearing his shield vest. Yeah. Somebody in uh, the chat for the live stream said he looked like a returning Vietnam vet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He did a lot of... He, was up he in, needs more patches. He does. He was up in Drew's face a lot, too. Every time Drew would make a move for the ring. Dean would just sort of be there. He'd yeah. mosey up to him. And just... Look up at him like, Dean, you don't want any part of that. No. That's Drew McIntyre. Yeah, man. He's a big, bad man. He's huge. Yeah. Bummed out they didn't take our... So apparently Tony Nese is a friend of the show. Yeah, what's the deal with that? Tony Nese is on Instagram, and uh, he did a picture with him and Buddy Murphy, and it says, a couple of body guys. We dubbed them the body guys. That's our thing. That's what we call them. That's our thing. Body guys. Body guys. Tony Nese for H Championship? Yeah, oh, no. 
Yeah. Oh. No. Adam Come Mayhem. On. Deep down. Adam Mayhem. Deep my down. Guy. No, Adam Mayhem. No, man. Ichiban. <laughs> you heard him say it. It's true. Just because he said it doesn't I mean it's true, man. No, I believe in him. Uh, <laughs> what was next? Oh, yeah. Kevin Owens versus Braun Strowman. No, sorry. Oh, New Day game. versus Bludgeon Brothers. This was, a, this was a really good match with a terrible finish. Um, yeah, this was... Yes! Or at least an unsatisfying finish. I guess in that sense, terrible. Yeah, um, that, I mean, that was the thing about SmackDown. Two DQ finishes. Unacceptable. It would have made the Samoa Joe AJ Styles finish, which I thought was totally fine, mm-hmm. uh, even more totally finer. More impactful three matches prior. We hadn't had another DQ finish. Yeah. Uh, so in this, we had. Uh, it was actually really competitive as opposed to most Bludgeon Brothers matches there where they just dominate. spots here. Oh, yeah. New Day some are scary awesome. spots, too. Um, pretty much halfway through the bludgeon bros hit their finisher and xavier wood comes in and breaks it up that was before no that was after xavier was did some crazy shit in this match. Well, it was that uh Big E hit that uh uh urinagi uh, yeah off the apron while xavier woods runs in and does the the backbreaker type thing they've yeah. done that before but that was nuts that was nuts. Xavier Woods dropping an elbow drop. Uh, oh, top rope elbow to the elbow. outside on, on, on Dude Harper. To the floor, yeah. yeah. That was awesome. Uh, finish saw uh, Xavier Woods climb up the ropes for up, up, down, down. Um, uh, Big E had uh, Harper over his shoulder ready to hit it. Um, Eric Rowan knocks Xavier Woods off the top rope with his mallet hammer. So the New Day wins by DQ, and it's going to prolong this feud. Um but uh, Bludgeon Brothers kind of beat up the New Day a bit with their uh, fake spirit Halloween store hammers. Are we going to get uh, New Day versus... So we had a fantastic New Day versus Usos Hell in a Cell, one of the best tag team matches I've ever seen mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, last year. This, If they'd go New Day Bludgeon Brothers in Hell in a Cell, it wouldn't be nearly as good. Um if they throw a bar in there. I, I think I'd, if, if we're going to have a SmackDown Hell in the Cell match, I'd rather have AJ versus Samoa Joe. Well, it doesn't have to be one. Yeah, me too, but it doesn't have to be just the one. It I won't know. be just the one. Well, usually it's two, but they'll probably have one per brand. Um, You think they're only going to do one per brand? Didn't like last year they do like a bunch of them? No, I think they only did two Hell in the Cell matches what last year. What was that? What year was Roman versus Rusev? I feel like two years ago. Of them. That was three that year. Because that was... And that was only one brand. Yeah, New Day versus Bludgeon Brothers doesn't deserve to be in Hell in a Cell. But if you throw Thebar in there, let's just fast forward to New Day versus Thebar. I'd watch Hell in a Cell on that one. No, that'd be fun. Thebar is just as good as a tag team as Usos. Mm-hmm. That'd be mm-hmm. fun. Mm-hmm. Probably not going to happen. No, I don't think so either. But I'd prefer to see that. <sighs> All right, next. Kevin Owens versus Braun Strowman. Now, Dude, what happened here? What happened here? Well, what happened is that Braun was going to get involved in the main event, so they wanted a short match here to preserve him. And make him look strong going into it. Even though, actually, his involvement, such as it was in the main event, actually made him look fairly weak. Yeah, I know. Kevin Owens, what what, what the hell did he do? Hey, yeah, sure, I'll jump, I'll, I'll be thrown off a cage. Off a ladder. Off, a, Yeah, through an announce table, off a cage. Off a ladder, probably through something. Mm-hmm. Um, this guy kills himself, wrecks himself for this business. And he... Darn near killed himself this match, too. Yeah. Choke, what was it? A choke slam on, on the, the ramp? foot of the ramp. The metal part, yeah. That looked horrible. He looked out of it, too. Yeah, it was probably like just hurt. good selling, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. It was probably good selling because he got, you know, he went in the ring and everything. Power slam, he's done. Um, man. Minute and a half. 
A minute and a half. Now, I understand the logic of... Sorry, minute, almost two minutes. Minute I get seconds. the logic of Braun Strowman, you know, needing to be fresh for his cash-in. But, man. Why not have that match going first, then? Yeah. And on top of that, it's Braun Strowman. The guy can... With, there's two things here. Number one, it's Braun Strowman. He can withstand a beating, still win, and go on and cash in the way he cashed in because you have four hours. You're right, if it goes on early. Number two, it also... If this finish for the main event was obviously planned out, wouldn't you want him a little weaker in the first place so that he doesn't look so damn weak that like a couple of shots from Brock Lesnar with the Money in the Bank briefcase is enough to keep him out? This guy has gone through far worse, far worse than what Brock gave him today. And he was still out by the time Roman was know, holding that universal I know. There's title. There's a long shot of the whole arena where Roman's holding up the belt. So beat him up a little bit. And yeah. in the background, you see yeah. Braun against the, the barricade still recuperating. So have Kevin Owens, you know, I know Kevin Owens, you know, he's going to lose and everything, but have him beat him up a little bit. Make it a decent eight minute match. Yeah. Eight minutes. Have him beat him up a little bit so that yeah. when he comes out later, okay, there's a little bit more adjustment. Have him work over Braun's lower back or something, you know? Something that Brock would then take advantage of during that beatdown on the main event, which would justify him being out mm-hmm. for the Universal Champion uh, Championship cash-in. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Uh, next up, so yeah, Braun Strowman won with a power slam after he chokeslammed Kevin Owens on the ramp. Uh, next up we had, and there was no, by the way, there was none. This was pointed out as well. None of the drama with the whole DQ, any type of finish that saw nope. Kevin Owens, nope. his hand raised. No, he didn't have anybody come out and attack him to get Braun DQ'd, he didn't which is the easiest thing obvious. in the world. I mean, he ran out of the ring several times. That made it seem like more he was trying to escape Braun as opposed to any sort of strategic play on getting Braun counted out. This was just a lazy squash. Yeah, it really was. Kevin Owens deserved better. Like, did they spend 15 minutes today booking this Raw stuff? It seems like it. It seems like they everything was, was dependent on the meeting with Brock, and then once that happened, they had to, to rush book everything save for the Intercontinental title match. It's kind of what it seems like. And the Ronda stuff. Yeah. Um, next, an excellent, 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 excellent SmackDown Women's match. This is a contender for match of the night, man. Yeah, Boy, Charlotte. SmackDown had some good matches. Yeah, Charlotte versus Becky Lynch versus Carmella. Um, you know, uh, both Charlotte and Becky Lynch are renowned and well-respected for their wrestling abilities. Carmella's improved a lot. Mm-hmm. And she more than held her own. This was maybe, this was, I'm not going to say maybe, this is my favorite Carmella match I've oh, ever yeah. seen. Number one, the funny thing was, and, and the testament to Carmella, so uh, Charlotte comes out first, and she's Charlotte. She's got a great poker face, right? She's got this new pink gown and matching ring oh, yeah, attire. Yeah, robe and ring attire. Looks yeah. A, yeah, yeah, gown, robe. Looks a million bucks. Becky Lynch comes out. Her face did not look. It was a loose face. That was like the definition of loose face, right? Carmella comes out as if she's just won Powerball. Well, she comes out as if the match happened backstage, whereas the right. celebration is happening right in front of the fans in the yeah, arena. In the ring. Exactly, she's and like she already won, in yeah. celebration mode. She's in celebration mode. She has new gear. Is she, it's like sort of Bret Hart homage, I'm guessing, yeah, because yeah, like yeah. She, she had the visor glasses that he had, yeah, it was, black and pink. Yeah, 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 exactly. And so she looked great. She was celebrating in the ring before the match. She looked like a million. This was fantastic. Um, 
So we kind of figured, oh man, Carmel is totally going over. Oh yeah, there. like yeah, it, this was yeah. We picked her to win anyways, but yeah, yeah, totally. Um, early on, there's a spot where where uh, Becky is sitting on the mat. Charlotte's out of the way. Carmella comes up behind Becky and slaps the heck out of the back, like base of her skull, right here, back of her neck. Then, then she does sort of an Eddie Guerrero type thing. Yeah, she falls and sells and points at Charlotte, saying, "Charlotte hit you, not me." Yeah. And Becky's like, "What?" And that gets Becky and Charlotte going at each other, and yeah. Charlotte's like, "No, I don't believe her." And Becky's like, "Screw you," and blah blah blah. So they start going at it. So what we figured would be the case is basically what kicked off the match. Carmella would play Becky Lynch versus uh, against Charlotte, Charlotte, take advantage of their tension, and they pick up the win. And for that length of the match, it was that was really really well done. That was really good mm-hmm, stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, towards the end, Charlotte, or at the end, sorry. Um, there's a lot of great spots where Carmella's doling out super kicks and and all sorts of stuff. It was great. Yeah. Um, the finish saw Charlotte break up uh, Becky, disarmor on Carmella with natural selection, then pins Becky for the win. So Carmella leaves. She's upset. She's walking up the ramp. It seems like she's crying. Um, Charlotte and Becky in the middle of the ring, they embrace. Mm-hmm. And they're talking to each other, and Charlotte's covering her mouth like this while they're hugging. Okay, now... Look, you're going to totally, this is what was going to happen. Like, she probably saying, I know what we talked about backstage, but go really be snug, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Stiff. Yeah. Really okay, play this yeah. up. Yeah. And she's probably like, dude, I had some Oreos that I swear I left in the car. Did you get them? Did you get them out of the car? If not, just act like I told you that you, I just accused you of stealing my Oreos because you're supposed to be really mad at me right now. Don't tell me how to do my job, dude, okay? I know how to do my job. And I, know, I took the Ore- the Oreos are fine. I know, but you've never been a heel on the main roster, Becky. Trust me. Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! Anyway, so they they hug, <laughs> they separate, hug again, and then Becky just lays out Charlotte. Oh, and the crowd goes ape shit. I think everybody knew it was going to happen. Oh, they were and they, just they were for just it. waiting for it. it. Was great. It was great. She holds up the title, throws it back down, goes to the ringside area, tosses Charlotte over the announce table. Crowd was chanting Becky. It was awesome. Oh man, it was fantastic. So. The next, uh, uh, so we had Shinsuke's great heel turn at Mania. I think this one was better. Oh yeah, longer story, mm-hmm. uh, longer build. This was fantastic. Well, Perfectly I mean, motivated. Becky's motivations are completely understandable. Absolutely, she, thinks she yeah. has after a year and a half of struggling to earn herself a title shot. Yeah, she has her opportunity. And granted, I mean Charlotte had an opportunity placed in front of her to get a title shot as well in the same match. Charlotte's not going to say no, but at the same time. Becky's frustrated. Yeah. The motivations make sense. Mm-hmm. Makes total sense. She wanted Carmella one-on-one. Charlotte shows up. Big leagues are... <laughs> Rule number one about life, people. Don't big league, okay? No. Don't big league. No. Mm-mm. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it was, the crowd ate it up. It, it was, was great. It was really good. Next up, we had Samoa Joe versus AJ Styles. Um, here's a match kind of like the Intercontinental title match that started out slow, but instead of kind of a feeling out in terms of holds, it was striking. How long was this match? Like yeah, and these, and it, here's the thing. It wasn't, yeah, it was... Almost 23 minutes. Oh, that's great. Because this was a really good match. I mean, I guess I could have used a clean finish. I think my perception of the finish of this match, like I said, would have been different had we not just seen... Uh, a DQ finish earlier well, the on. The context and the right and the motivations for the DQ finish was completely different. It yeah it, no absolutely it totally was. Uh, Samoa so Joe's case it was still relatively satisfying. Yes. Yeah, Samoa Joe kicked things off with a promo because uh, Wendy Styles, yeah, and one of the Styles children mm-hmm. were sitting relatively ringside. So he says, "Hey, you're here. I see you, Wendy. Wendy Styles, 
getting into a little little uh, throwback, little homage to their TNA days when they used to do wonky stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I know this very family much members and affairs and girlfriends. Like a TNA storyline. <laughs> But anyways, they, there was the feeling out process in this match was predominantly striking kicks to the legs, and it was great. Yeah, it was, it was good. really good, and it built and it built and built. Snug too. Yeah, yeah. I, well, early on in the match when they were trading uh, thigh kicks, mm-hmm. I brought up the uh, Uriah Faber uh, Jose Aldo fight. Yeah, where uh, Uriah Faber looked like he had a wealth about that large forming on his thigh, and this Pretty is bad. reminiscent of that. The number of leg kicks. And they just built from there. Yeah. Um, you know, they all hit their their uh, trademark moves, but it was, I don't know, stiff and intense. Um, you know, you could definitely tell they were they were uh, disgusted with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and it worked really well. I mean, and then when AJ hit the Styles Clash and Joe kicks out. Yeah, scary stuff. It's funny because our friend uh, John Carl was on Twitter saying, can we just stop with the Styles Clash? How many people have to land on their faces before you do this, but Joe's a professional. Yeah, you know I think he knows what he's doing. It was just a very sudden one because usually he takes a second to like, and then the guy. If it's Cena, immediately he goes. Hmm. As soon as AJ gets the legs up, you know, like uh, vertical. Yeah, Cena looks straight, looks yeah. straight down. Joe seemed like he was so into the match that he sort of wanted to take a moment to be woozy in that position and then do it. But AJ was like, oh, my God, you're heavy. I'm just going to drop yeah. you now. Well, AJ said, so long as you don't put tuck your chin, you're fine. Yeah. If you do nothing with your head, yeah. just keep it normal. You'll be fine. Yeah, it's rough. That's what he says. But Joe's so big. Yeah, I know. Um, so anyways, yeah, he kicked out of the Styles class. That was crazy. Mm-hmm. That was mm-hmm. awesome. That was crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joe then sinks in the Coquina Clutch. AJ eventually gets to the ropes. Yeah, after he frees up a leg. Pass out a little bit. Oh, wakes up. Yeah. Gets to the ropes. Um, and then the uh, match goes outside. Joe throws AJ into the ring steps. AJ apparently gets busted open somewhere in there. Um, during this, Joe gets on the announce table, grabs the mic, and says, directs this towards Wendy Styles. Ooh, this is good. This was good. He says, hey, you know, I told you that after I beat him, AJ was going to come home. He's not coming home. Joe says, I'll be your new daddy. Ooh. AJ comes to, oh, he's mad. Oh, he's pissed. He oh. jumps up. Onto the announce table, full sprint. Spears Joe through the barricade. Oh, this being crowd starts chanting, who's your daddy? AJ grabs a chair, starts destroying Joe with it. Joe wins by DQ. Ding, ding. But again, it's a disqualification that makes sense. It's motivated. It prolongs the feud and adds intensity to the feud. Yeah. So hopefully, hell in a cell, Joe and AJ Styles. That'd be good. That'd be really good. That'd be really good. AJ left ringside with his family. Yeah, he goes down to, to where his wife and kid was, was, was sitting He's talking to his wife, and his wife says, cut it out. And his daughter says, Dad, you're bleeding. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, because AJ got, uh, Seth got busted open too yeah, earlier. Yeah. And he says, I know, I'm sorry. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. they walk off. That was probably shoot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> After that, we had a really bizarre Elias promo. Yeah, let's deal with this. This was weird. So we cut a good promo on New York City in Brooklyn, saying yeah. the usual stuff. And Called he says, him dirty. And it says, I have written the greatest song, which is saying a lot because I write all great songs. And he's about to play, and the neck on his guitar just breaks. And then he gets mad, throws it away, and then that's it. That's the end of the segment. So on Raw, are we going to find out that Bobby Lashley gimmicked so his guitar to break? is that going to be a thing? Why didn't it just happen at the show then? Because it just seems weird. It was awkward. And I think he has like some sort of promotional deal with Fender. It makes Fender look bad when their guitar just breaks. <laughs> it's just disintegrated. Yeah. That's the first thing I thought of. At least I thought he had some sort of deal with Fender. I read it. I thought he did too. Well, maybe I deserve him you who deserted from a dream of some sort. 
Let me look that up to make sure. All right, fine. Claims, claims, claims. Well, he claims. All right. Claims. Claims Fender is now sponsoring him. See, that says Fender sponsors Elias, but who knows? That might just yeah, be yeah, from yeah. Elias. Yeah, no. So who knows? Who knows? Anyways, it was just weird. It was just really weird. Yeah, I was really looking forward to that song, to be honest with you. Yeah, me too. Next up, we had The Miz walking around backstage. Prior to his match with Daniel Bryan, he runs into his old Miz Taraj, uh, uh, the B team. He tries to give them some shit, and they give him some shit back. They say, the B now stands for uh, Bryan because we want him to win. Daniel Bryan. He said that they were going to come up with a new show because uh, called uh, show. Total Fellas. But because we're the B team, we're going to call it. No, because the fellas are going to start with the B. Right, yeah. Total Bellas. Yeah, Total Bellas. Bellas. Exactly. Next up, we had Miz versus Daniel Bryan. Another excellent match. Another excellent match. Um, Miz comes out strong, dropping some uh, some punches on Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan tries to get a punch off. Denied eventually. He gets it off. Again, intense, was physical. This, was this the most snug. physical match we've seen from the Miz? Yeah. Oh, yeah. His chest was hamburger, man. It was. Like Walter. Walter status. Not quite Walter, but it Not was. PCO. Not PCO Walter. No. It was, there was some blood on his chest. Yeah, and he had a bruise on his elbow, too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he was hanging with Daniel Bryan to an extent with the strikes. Daniel Bryan was snug. Yeah. He was working snug, especially those kicks. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Daniel Bryan kicked out of a skull crushing finale. There's that spot where Daniel Bryan was kicking Miz in the. Uh, on the apron, right by the ring post. Miz ducks the last yes kick. Daniel Bryan kicks the ring post. Yeah. Ow. That was a snug shot, too. Yeah, man. Miz rolls him in, puts him to figure four. Daniel Bryan gets the ropes. Daniel Bryan has the upper hand. Um, and uh, gets sent. Miz does. Oh, Maurice, well, Maurice, on. You, you Maurice forget, was sitting ringside. You forgot to mention that uh, Daniel Bryan reversed the pressure on the figure four. Oh, yeah, that's they a, did this thing with always a high spot. They're in a figure four and they start slapping each other and stuff. And then Daniel Bryan oh, reverses the pressure. And in that situation, Larson, the figure four, the pressure goes the other way. Yes. So Miz is now in pain. Yes. How does that work, Steve? I have no idea. It doesn't make a lick of sense. No idea. <laughs> no idea. So anyway, Maurice was sitting ringside. So uh, the Miz is sent into the barricade in the area of Maurice. Maurice hands him something. We don't yeah, know at first. It turns out to be some brass knuckles. Uh, Daniel Bryan goes for a suicide dive. Miz punches him with the brass knuckles, <laughs> rolls him back in the ring, pins Daniel Bryan, picks up the win. Yep. And later on, we have a, a bit in the trainer's room with Daniel Bryan where he's complaining, saying, Miz was right. He always resorts to these same tactics. And Brie Bella comes in and says, well, you know, you fought for your dreams, so keep fighting for your dreams or something. I don't know. I was like, look, woman, your your cliches aren't going to help me now. I got to, ooh, best that Miz. Mm-hmm. So, Miz Daniel Bryan Hell in a Cell? No, they're not going to put Daniel Bryan in Hell in a Cell. <laughs> no. You know, man, they don't always have to do something on top of the cell or off the cell. No, they're not. Just gonna because they're in Hell in a Cell doesn't mean they have well, to do Well, I don't do expect AJ stuff. Styles to do a phenomenal form off the cell. Mm. He's not going to do that. He could do that. Yo, let me ask you this, though. If they put Jeff Hardy in Hell in a Cell? Oh, he wants to do something off the Hell in a Cell. <laughs> he does, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, I'm sure he does, especially the spot he unnecessarily Jeez, took in his man. match against Nakamura. So anyways, Miz goes over like we expected. Once Daniel Bryan signs his new contract, he's going to beat the Miz at Hell in a Cell and probably whatever comes afterwards. 
Um, and he's he's going to be in a title match at Mania. Daniel Bryan is nobody. Nobody in WWE like after this match, seeing the performance that both these guys put in, mm-hmm. they got a hey, Daniel Bryan. What, what do you want? Just whatever you want. Let's just sign it now before you go home. Yep. Here, I, I I have a part of your contract here is a blank piece of paper. Just write whatever you want it. Just write in what you what you want. Me right on there. Right, right on there. You whatever you want. Right whatever on there. Whatever you want on there. If draw like a, a, a vault like Scrooge McDuck has and yourself swimming through money, if that's what you want, we'll give that to you. You want to just start calling yourself Brian Danielson again? That still confuses me. American Dragon? Sure. Sure. Why not? Bree calls him Brian on Total Bellas, yeah, right? Yeah, they broke kayfabe there. They yeah. broke kayfabe. She comes on to kayfabe show. And calls him Brian, right? At that point, why wouldn't they just say, you know what? Because here's the thing. Not a big difference between Brian Danielson and Daniel Bryan. Not no. a big difference. It's, There's a son. S-O-N. That's it. Well, they switched the names. Yeah. And then it's backward names. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, it's not that big of a leap in logic to just no. say, hey, just go back to Brian Danielson. American Dragon. <laughs> or American Dragon. Exactly. Anyway. Uh, let's see here. Um, next up, we had Baron Corbin. So he comes down to the ring. The lights go down. And you hear the thump, thump. Yeah. Red light. Oh, snap. Yeah. Demon Balor. Demon Balor. Unexpected Demon Balor. And they generated a nebula. Above the ring. Above yeah. the ring. So let me ask you something. You've never been a huge fan of Demon Balor. You've always preferred Man Balor. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm a huge Man Balor fan. Clarify. I think he's like the coolest guy. Please specify, is there a color variation on Man Balor that you do prefer? Oh, it's Gray Balor. It is Gray Balor. Well, he's Balor. the strongest in my estimation. I think of all... I'm trying to think of all his gear. Burgundy Balor is pretty cool. Well, no. the For me, it's pewter. Oh, that was great too. Yeah, sorry. Pewters. I neglected it, to mention Pewter yeah. Balor. So Pewter Balor is probably yeah, the best for me. Yeah, my for apologies. Me no, I can't. I, me personally. I mean, in terms of power rankings, for the strongest is Gray Balor, but in terms of aesthetics, yes, you're right. Yeah, Pewter. Um, number two, did, but did, did the nebula move you at all on Demon Balor? I mean, it was only for the viewers at home. It wasn't really there. <laughs> Are you sure about no, that? No, he did not manifest have anybody there or that... any sort of demonic port- portal above the ring. I don't know, man. Are you trying to tell me there was a giant dog levitating over the ramp when Roman Reigns came out? I don't know. I wasn't there. Were you there? No, you were next to me. I would have. I would. I, first, I think we would have heard some word about this giant dog over the ring on Twitter, and also they all sign NDAs, man. You can't get fifteen thousand people to sign NDA when they come into the arena. It's impossible. They have TV money. Um, and then also a dog that large is going to want to feast on some of that human flesh, right? <laughs> We would have heard about that. Feed him giant milk bones, Larson. <laughs> giant milk bones. Oh, goodness. Purina 100. <laughs> uh, anyway, this is a squash match. <laughs> also, when Carmella came out, they had giant dollar, giant dollar signs. signs. Yeah. Why didn't she win that match? They put out giant dollar signs. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, for when Becky came out, they should have put giant L's. Oh, man. <laughs> giant L's. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. She telegraphed the shit out of yeah, me. Yes, she did. Anyways, this is a squash match. Lost in a minute and a half. But, uh, Corbin was cracking me up because he was like, no. What is that? I didn't sign well, up didn't for this. S- this wasn't in contract. And then this was, he didn't get one shot off. This no, was like a squash rang, match. Uh, shotgun drop kick, sent Corbin to the corner. They went outside. Finn annihilate him out there, back in the <laughs> ring. Awesome. Another drop kick. Coup yeah. de gras match over. Yeah. It's good, man. What did I say? Because some people was like, dude, he has to bring out the demon for freaking Corbin. 
I said that too. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Well, here's the thing. He Je- couldn't risk kayfabe. He couldn't risk losing to this lump. No, so I of course that. he busted it but out. But also, and granted, I may not be a huge fan of Demon Balor. It generates buzz for Finn, and I'm cool with that. Yeah, man. It's like, oh, he's back. Mm-hmm. Maybe he'll get into the big scene now. Mm-hmm. No, he's gonna fight no way, Jose. Next, Daniel Bryan. We're gonna talk, talk about, about that, that next. U.S. title match: Jeff Hardy versus Shinsuke Nakamura. Um, decent enough. I don't, why do you keep on saying decent? This is a good match. Good. Yeah, man. I feel like you're down on this match. Well, Jeff Hardy after, did some crazy shit. Well, he did a crazy thing. But at, and the, following Joe, AJ, and and Daniel Bryan Miz, this wasn't up quite up to that standard. It was fine. It was good. If this was a SmackDown main event, I'd been very happy. Yeah. But in light of the previous two SmackDown matches, like this is good. All right, all right, it's good. I'm not, I'm not trying to talk shit. I'm, I'm giving full good due credit. Good, but not excellent to Jeff Hardy. Uh, I thought he turned in a really, really good performance yeah, here. He did fine. He was doing the, he was mocking Shinsuke at the start, doing mm-hmm. the dancing stuff. I thought he did a pretty mm-hmm. good dance uh, imitation of Nakamura. Um, and then, of course, he did that bit where he came off. What did, what did he do again? It was uh, the, the big spot of his. It was was he the swanton off the off the top rope onto the apron and, and Nakamura got out of the way? <laughs> and so Hardy, who has Man, a back injury. Dude, yeah, I wonder why. On the hardest part of the ring, whiffs on a swanton. Yeah, I don't know why he did that. Because early on, he had a swanton, mm. was slow to make the cover, and allowed Nakamura to grab the ropes to break up the pin. You know what this reminds me of? But then there might be, like, Hardy might be sticking around. Who, like, Matt or Jeff? Jeff, Jeff. Because, no, Matt's... He's, because, like, Orton came out at the end. Yeah, yeah. So, like, Nakamura went over with a Kinshasa. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then Orton comes out and then decides not to. Well, yeah, he walks down almost to the ring and... Yeah. Then he big leagues the ring. Turns around back. and walks away, yeah. Exactly. So, I would, <laughs> I would imagine... I would imagine Jeff Hardy and Randall Orton... It was announced for Hell in a Cell, man. Orton or Hardy. He talked about that on, uh, on uh, the new show on Friday. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Oh, yeah, but that's always car subject. Fuck, they're really doing that? Yeah. He's going to do Hell in a Cell? Well, not an actual Hell in no, a Cell. No, they're not going to do a Hell in a Cell match. This build's not strong enough. Oh, my God. Although, I don't know. Orton put his finger in Jeff Hardy's ear hole. Jeff Hardy's that's ear a pretty big build. Yeah. It's a pretty, and that's then pretty he washed his face off and said, I erased you. I erased you. That's yeah. a pretty big build. Man. All right, sorry. I take that back. It might be in Hell in a Cell. But then they had this match here. Well, that was weird. Why is Jeff Hardy doing these things, though? Stop doing that. I don't know. You're, dude, it's okay. We have, yeah, I know. My, that's Your sternum just cracked. Yeah. Crazy. Anyways, what would happen to us if we try to do that Jeff Hardy Swanton spot? Thanos meme. <laughs> we just, just dither away. Dither away. <laughs> yep. <laughs> like yep. that. Exactly. <laughs> no impact. Just. <laughs> Next, Lex Bliss versus Ronda Rousey. Um, Natalia came out first. Um, she was in Ronda's, Ronda's corner. She was wearing her dad's uh, the jacket he wore. Oh, this broke this at was, SummerSlam this, ninety. This broke my heart because she came out and like you could tell that man. She really wanted to cry. She wanted to cry. All the people just like embracing her and like giving them all their love. Mm-hmm. Oh man, that was something else. Mm-hmm. So she looked great. I mean, she looked, you know, oh, on her dad's jacket and everything. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Anyways. Uh, and the bells were sitting ringside too. Yeah. Gives a shit. Uh, like, so yeah, this is another squash match from raw. Yeah. Yeah. Ronda Rousey 
So she uh, punched, I think, Alexa Bliss a couple times. Alexa Bliss was going to leave. Yeah. And then, then Rhonda was like, whoa, 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 no. And she was trying to tell the ref to stop counting. And then she's like, no, no, here, 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 here. Get back in. I will sit down uh, cross-legged style. Uh, and I will close my eyes. And then you can just come behind me and do whatever you want to do. So she did that. Alexa Bliss very put her in a headlock. Carefully yeah. gets in there, puts her in a headlock. Ronda Rousey just like you know stands up and throws her over her shoulder. Pretty stands much. up and just wins the match. A bunch know? of judo throws. Oh, um, violent judo throws. Yeah, a couple of moves, and then started destroying her arm. You know, Alexa Bliss has a double jointed thing in her elbow, so it looked that like that was an awesome spot. It was. We were pretty squeamish when, watching that. Yeah, even when, before the armbar. When Alexa won the championship. I remember everybody just understanding, okay, the reason why they did this, as opposed to like having to take it off Nia Jax, is because they can get exactly this visual that we saw tonight of uh, that arm going in a direction that does not make logical sense. It was a great visual used to perfect effect. Um, Alexa Bliss taps out. Ronda Rousey, new Raw Women's Champion. Uh, Natalia got in the ring, gave her a hug. The Bellas got in the ring, gave her a hug. For some reason, why they I don't know why they're there. Um, so yeah, good for Ronda Rousey. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Also announced, by the way, Alexa Bliss versus Trish Stratus at Evolution. At yeah. Evolution. That'll be good. That'll be interesting. Uh, that'll be good. That'll be interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, next up, main event time. Our main event. <sighs> Roman Reigns with giant dog waiting to feast on human flesh versus Brock Lesnar. Why didn't Brock get it? What would Brock have? Well, that'd be a beast. That'd, that'd be, be worse. Yeah, but like what? Annihilate the whole remaining <laughs> demonic portal. <laughs> we'll unleash a beast and spit it out in the middle of the ring. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. They should have done. They should have just reran Carmella's Maybe money. Gozer. <laughs> Gozer. Yeah. Because Roman's dog kind of like the Zool dog from Ghostbusters. <laughs> yeah. Right? So then we can finally figure out who would win yeah. between the Ghostbuster dog and, uh, what was it, Zool? Yeah. No, Gozer. <laughs> Gozer. But the Gozer took the form of the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. <laughs> Did Gozer have another form? Well, that's what they had to choose because Zool said that they get to choose the form. And Bill Murray says, you know, clear your mind. Yeah. And it was Dan Aykroyd. Oh, this lady, the lady with That's the bubbles. Zool. That's Zool. That's Zool, yeah. All right. And then goes with the Gozerian. Boy, she was creepy. <laughs> <laughs> what the heck? What is this? That's creepy. That's really. Um, <laughs> what the heck? What is this? <laughs> I don't know. All right, let's man. get back on task. Anyways, I don't know. I'll stop explaining Ghostbusters mythology. <laughs> it's not what we're talking about right now. Um, anyways, right before the match is about to start, Braun comes down the ring, grabs, gets in the ring, grabs the mic, and says, "I'm not a coward. I'm gonna uh, challenge whoever I'm going to face to face, man to man, essentially." And I was like, "Okay, cool, triple threat." And he goes. I'm going to wrestle whoever wins this match. <laughs> Seriously? So you're going to let them compete? It's the same thing that you said. It's the same thing you're saying you're not doing. It is. You're doing it. Look, man, it's not that big of a leap in lot like to understand that Braun has the briefcase. He can come down at the end of this match when we're all messed up. Like, does this... Does this paint Braun as just really stupid? 
He could have been he could have inserted himself in the match. And instead, he just got near the match. And he says, I'm going to watch the match from ringside, and whoever wins, I'm going to cash in on. This All was right. silly. Bell rings. Brock eats a bunch of Superman punches. Yeah, eats that was spear. rad. I don't eat, care. That was rad. Eats another spear. Roman goes for a third spear. Brock catches it. Guillotine applied. Yeah. Uh, Roman uh, uh, spine busters him. Right back to it. I'm sorry. Let me re- let me rephrase. It was rad if it was going to be a Roman Reigns Brock Lesnar squash match. If Brock, because here's the thing, in that situation, it would have been Brock goes in at four o'clock for this meeting. They That's come. Not at, though. They. I don't care. It is for me. They come out saying Brock, you got to draw. You know, uh, he's going to go to camp. We don't want to proceed with having you be a potential two-time champion. You know, two-sport champion. So, you know, just job big time to Roman, make him look well, great. Well, also you can say big well, squash. Braun came out, <clears throat> threw Brock off. Mm-hmm. You know, Brock has uh, his attention focused on Braun. Bell yeah. rings, gets surprised, blah, blah. Yeah. So, like the Goldberg match. Yeah, I just love when well, Brock. Goldberg didn't really surprise him by anything. Well, it was an outside thing that surprised him, but nonetheless, you know. When I mean. Brock sells like he really means to sell, it is kind of fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Watching him all wobbly and what the Goldberg match was so fun to oh, watch. Oh yeah, when he wants to bump, he can bump. Yeah, and it's it's so it's so it's so goofy. He's like running around. Yeah, when Brock all, like, gets taken by surprise, it's it's interesting. It is it is interesting. And they could have done something like that. That would have been believable. But instead, third spear attempt. Because then you're thinking, then you're thinking, oh man. So the real match here isn't Brock Roman, it's Roman Braun, mm-hmm. which we know they've put on some fantastic mm-hmm. matches, some like, really yeah, cool get matches. Yeah, squash match out of the way, Roman wins, and then give us 10 minutes of Roman Braun. Because what did I say before, like in the predictions and all that kind of stuff, the lead up to this was, if they do something really kind of interesting to quash the crowd shitting on the match immediately, and that could have been a squash match, get Brock out of the way, and then you get Roman Braun, and people aren't going to shit on that because it's a brand new match with somebody they really, really love and some guy they want to crap well, on. they wouldn't crap on until Roman invariably won. True. However. At which point they would. This feels like, all right, we're going to get this match in and done before we even realize what happens. Get out of here. <laughs> Yeah, they pulled a fast one. I know. So we get get this all in, all this story in under six minutes. Yeah. Hightail it out of here. That's what it Mm. felt like. Anyways. It did kind of feel that way. uh, So there was. Confuse the people. I know. Just throw a bunch of stuff at them and confuse the senses. And they won't (laughs) know what to think. (laughs) Look, big barking dog up there. I know. A giant barking dog. It looks hungry. Um, (laughs) Anyways, uh, the guillotine spot. Again, another guillotine, another spine buster. Um, At one point. Uh, Roman goes for a spear. Brock sidesteps. So Roman essentially does a suicide dive out of the ring into Braun. Takes Braun out. Full speed, too. Yeah. yeah. Um, Brock picks up Braun, F5. Um, kind of gets rid of uh, range a little bit. Brock grabs the money, the big briefcase. Uh, hits uh, Braun a couple times with it. And then throws it up the ramp. Impressive throw. Yeah, all the way to the top of the ramp. Yeah. Gets a chair. Destroys Braun with a chair, mm-hmm. gets back in the ring kind of lackadaisically, mm-hmm. eats a spear, wins. Yeah. Or sorry, Roman wins. He's your new universal champion. Yeah. And so we were like, all right, they're doing the replays. All right, Braun, come to, let's have this cash in. Let's have our real main event. That'll be fun. Mm-hmm. And then the copyright thing popped at the bottom, the long shot. Roman yeah. celebrating Braun coming to Crowd's near like, the barricade. Wait, what? Is he going to, what? And then they're like looking at the trademark. No one gets there's a, a trademark. No one gets a chance to boo. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and there's a picture right there of Roman and Ronda with their new titles. Let's see here. 
<clears throat> yeah. So, anyways, that's SummerSlam. Some fun stuff, some confusing stuff. So here's a lot of short stuff. You know, I'll be honest. Like it didn't feel like much of a. It didn't feel like a slog because it wasn't five hours. The main card was four, pretty much four hours on the dot. That's a good length I know. for a card of this of this size of I this know. magnitude. I know they needed. To, you know, it doesn't. Mania needs to be this. Mania needs to be this this length. And you're good. Two hour pre show, four hour main card. Yeah. That's that's perfect for a big four. That's mm-hmm. perfect mm-hmm. for a big four. Mm-hmm. Mania doesn't need to be. I mean, I'll told you get about four and a half hours of wrestling. Yeah, half hour wrestling in the pre-show of the yeah. two hours. That's good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Anyways, this has been a good review. I laughed. So, and thanks everybody for hanging out with yes, us for the live stream. Yes, thank you very much. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. Anyways, that's it for show. <clears throat> Let's see if we can get some. Uh, Exit music here. Hilton, how are you doing over there? You feeling okay? Yeah? Thought, did thought, you like it? Did you like the show? Yeah. You did? No, he didn't. No, he didn't? He didn't, no, he's, he didn't like no, it either. He didn't, he didn't like it. He's a huge Drummond fan. Anyway, he's disappointed check, by that. Check us out on Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash Stephen Lawrence. A great way to support going in raw. Tell your friends about us and hit that subscribe button, people. Hit it right now. Until next time, talk to you guys later. Bye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.